Well, we were asking you earlier, and we'll ask you again a little bit later, are you going to take the COVID-19 vaccine if it's available? Well, I figured we'd uh, get the experts' take on just where we're at in this process and where we're headed and how do we get that consumer confidence surrounding a vaccine for COVID-19. Stay informed, stay connected with WMAY on 92.7, 94.7, and 970 AM. I'm Greg Bishop, and on the line we have Julie Swan with the North Carolina State University. Uh, She's a biomedical engineer, also with the Institute of Operations Research and Management Sciences. Uh, As a biomedical engineer, Julie, where are we at in the process of getting a COVID-19 vaccine? Uh, thanks for asking, Greg. Uh, and, um, you know, there's a lot going on. There uh, appear to be three vaccines that are really making progress with uh, they've enrolled volunteers in trials and uh, have about half of those volunteers. Uh, and they are running trials in the United States. Some of them are also running trials in other countries. And what they'll do is they'll give half of the group of the vaccine and half of the group of placebo, and then they wait to see how many infections come. So right now we're in that process of, of waiting and seeing how much um, this, how well these vaccines work and how many cases of COVID-19 they're able to prevent in these populations. Simultaneously, The companies are working to ramp up their production capacity. So uh, if and when any of these vaccines work, they'll be able to roll uh, doses of vaccines out quickly. So we have, of course, the CDC putting out notes to various states saying prepare for uh, vaccine doses. Not sure how many there could be, uh, but of course, this would be like a first run and we'd see more uh, eventually. How realistic is that, that we're going to see something by uh, early November, uh, some reports are indicating? Yeah, there's still a lot of discussion about what the expectations should be. If we see any doses that early, they will be in very small quantities and not available to the public. The first doses are likely to be prioritized for people who are at greatest exposure risk. And this includes doctors and nurses who are taking care of COVID-19 patients on a daily basis. So really to the the broader public, I would not expect vaccine to be available that soon. We're really looking at at early 2021 for most of us. We're talking with Julie Swan. She's a biomedical engineer at 714 now with WMAY. And uh, Julie, this is, of course, something that, uh, you know, it's only going to be effective if there's a good amount of positive uptake by the public. Uh, looking at WebMD, they've got statistics showing that you know a growing number of people are accepting the idea of a COVID-19 vaccine, but less than a third would actually take it in the first three months it's available to the public. What does that say about, uh, I guess, the, the consumer confidence angle when it comes to vaccines? As a, as a new vaccine comes out, there, there are often concerns about whether it's going to work, how safe it's going to be, how appropriate it's going to be for your particular situation. What I am expecting is that as we know more information about these vaccines, as we're able to see some of the data on how effective they are and see data on um, their safety, I am expecting that that confidence in the vaccine could significantly increase. And really, you mentioned that three-month time frame. These vaccines are not going to be available immediately. So, you know, if if confidence increases over a three-month time frame, that would align well 
with the extra, with the doses coming off the production lines and available to the public. Got a question from somebody on social media asking, if you get a vaccine, like a COVID-19 vaccine, if it's available, could you still be a carrier? How does that work when it comes to, um, you know, could you still get sick or uh, would you still be carrying the virus if you if you get a vaccine? Sure, that's a that's a great question. Um, it's a couple of things to keep in mind for COVID nineteen. Um, scientists are still learning about the immunity and and our body's immune responses to both the disease itself and the vaccine. Most scientists believe that immunity will not be forever, either if you get the disease and recover for it, from it, or if you have a vaccine. Most scientists are thinking that. Um, we may need booster shots of the vaccine, perhaps one month later or perhaps yearly. So it is certainly possible that you could either have the disease or uh, have a vaccine and still uh, potentially carry the disease and, and either get it yourself or transmit it to someone else. But I think the, the viewer may also be asking, could the vaccine actually give me COVID-19? So what we know from, from many different vaccines, many different viruses, um, the majority of them do not do that. Uh, you know, influenza vaccine that we have available every year, it does give you um, a weakened or, or deadened form of the virus, but you don't get influenza when you get the vaccine for influenza. And so, you know, as more data is available for the COVID-19 vaccine, um, that's what we're really looking at and, and making sure of before it is widely available to the public. Bottom line is we are on our way, but not quite there yet. You anticipate seeing this more widely available to the public uh, early 2021? Yeah, I mean, there there is still a lot of uncertainty about the specific date, and there are different priority groups, uh, and that's a, that's a guess, that's a conjecture. Um, I expect that there'll probably be some groups who might be, get it uh, at the end of 2020, a few more groups at early 2021, and it could be that the entire population is not vaccinated until more like mid-2021. You're talking with so, the- you know, let's... Wait and see. Yeah, we were talking with Julie Swan, and Julie, I uh, neglected to uh, uh, introduce my uh, co-host over there, uh, Chris Murphy. He's got a question for you. Julie, I just want to, as a biomedical engineer, are you comfortable, you know, this is unprecedented, the speed of which this is being developed, this vaccine. Are you comfortable? Yeah. Are you comfortable with that? Oh, uh, you know what? I don't think she heard you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's happened to me before. Okay. Uh, my apologies. Uh, I've neglected to introduce you to Chris Murphy. Yeah, the score uh, now is 7-1 right. on that. But anyway, <laughs> Julie, All right, Chris, your question. Yeah, my question is, Julie, you know, with the warp speed that this is being developed, it's unprecedented. Are As a biomedical engineer, are you personally comfortable with what's uh, happening here? Oh, these are these are great questions. And and just to clarify, I am an industrial and systems engineer. I do also have an appointment in the biomedical engineering gotcha. uh, department, and and my specialty is really health systems. Uh, so going back to your question, there certainly are lots of uh, questions and concerns over whether there are political motivations going on right now in in rushing out the vaccine. I will say that this is, I mean, this entire thing is unprecedented. And, you know, if we looked where we were uh, even six months ago, they were saying the soonest we might be able to get a vaccine is 18 months from now. Uh, You know, I do believe that there have been a lot of great innovations coming from companies. There have been a lot of investments by the government. Um, I do want to still look at what the scientific evidence says about the vaccine in the trials. 
What we also know is that if a vaccine is really great, like let's say it's 90% effective, we would be able to see that sooner than if a vaccine is more like 50% effective. So you, you could see it from the data. Um, you know, the vaccine is going to be in such limited doses in November. I'm really thinking of that as an extension of the trial where we're continuing to learn more. And this will allow more time for the broader public to gain that confidence that we really need because vaccinations do save lives every day, every year. Julie Swan, she is a health systems engineer. Thank you so much for taking time with us today. And again, you're with the organization, the Institute for Operations Research and Management Sciences, also with North Carolina State University. Uh, Definitely want to keep your uh, contact handy as we watch this develop. Can we reach back out to you? Absolutely. Thanks. Fantastic. Awesome. Appreciate it.